Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Let's introduce you to the Hot Tub Lounge Handicappers. We have Darth Wager. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. I'm here to put you back on schedule. I assure you, Lord Vader, my men are working as fast as they can. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. The OG of the podcast and the reason why we have an explicit rating on iTunes, The Joker. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Because it's all part of the plan. Evening, Commissioner. We got Nikki Guns, the 24-7 round-the-clock Vegas grinder. You don't like the prestige that I have in life? You don't like the notoriety? You detest the fact that I got more cars than most of you have friends. I got a big house. Of course, we got AK-47, who's been betting with the coach for the past 32 years. We've been handicapping games. That's uh, 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 Here we go. AK-47, the very best there is. When you absolutely, positively got the... Last but not least, that's me, the coach host of the podcast and rest assured my betting record is much better than my high school coaching record you get to become a winner because if there's one thing i know it is this the losing stops now starting today you will play like winners act like winners and most importantly you will be winners if you listen and learn you will win and of course, from time to time, we have special guests on the podcast to help us handicap all those games each and every week. Podcast number 465. I'm here with Nikki Guns, Johnny the Mush. I'm the coach. And now we start with the quiz. You wore number 65. You also wore number 69, as any teenage boy is giggling in the car right now. All right. For November 14th, 1953. Woodbury, New Jersey. Six foot two, 250 pounds. He was a 14th round pick, number 349 overall in the 1975 draft. He played for the New York Jets from 1975 to 1987. Played one year with the Giants in 1988. Two-time Pro Bowler. 81 and 82. Three-time All-Pro, 81, 82, 85. Position. Defensive line. He wrote a book. He released a book with his co-defensive lineman, Joe Klecko. Nose to Nose, Survival in the Trenches in the NFL. Roommate of Joe Klecko. He's also named Joe. This is this is a tough one. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I only know him because of football cards when I was younger. Joe Fields. Yeah, Joe Fields. Tough one. Yep. You guys would have had Richie Incognito uh, last we month. We both would have had that yep. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got to do a little recap of the regular season here, and let's look at overall. I went eight and seven last week. There's one push. Uh, Mush, you won the week. You went nine and six. Yes, I did. Guns, you had a big lead on me. You went three and twelve. So this is how close we are. Like Johnny, the last four weeks, you are thirty-one and thirty. One game above five hundred. I am one twenty-five and one twenty-four. One game above five hundred. Guns, you are 124 and 125. Oh, <laughs> One game under 500. Unbelievable, right? Yep. So now we get to our locks. I went 2 0 and 1, 36 and 22. Finished the regular season 36 and 22, 11.8 units won. Darth Wager went 0 and 0. He pushed, he had one pick, mm-hmm. 23 and 19. Uh, up 2.1 units on the year, 54.76% winning percentage. AK-47 has had a rough year. He is uh, 26 and 40, 
That's 39% down 18 units. He had a rough college football season. I know he listens to this podcast on Thursday. You're a Red Sox fan, AK. You know. Better luck next year. Guns, you went 0 for 5 last week. Oh, my God. 39 and 46. Down minus 11.6 units. And we got some mailbag questions for you about your your performance. I wouldn't talk, Johnny. You got some for you. (laughs) I know I'm a moron. Uh, The Joker, 28 and 34. Down 9.4 units. So me and Darth Wager won you money this year if you followed all our locks. The five-star Stone Cold Lock of the Week went 8-9 on the year. The Cloaks Clipboard went 9-8. and eight. The Joker had the the Joker had the best, like, his leg lock of the week. 7-3. and three. Wow. Uh, Darth Wager had a couple weeks where he went doubled up. He went 11-7. and seven, So he was, he, was, he, was, he was better than... Uh, Joker won more money. But Darth Wager had 18 games he picked. So we'll get to give him for that. Super contest. Johnny. It was uh, a good week. It was a good week for you. You you finished in third place. Good job, Johnny. 46 and 39. Uh, you tied for that with Darth Wager, mm-hmm. who would have went 5-0, and but he got off Green Bay because he's trying to win the whole thing. So he went with the last game, figured nobody would take the Eagles, yep. and took the Eagles. And, and, and nobody did. He was the only one that did. <laughs> Uh, Hoosier Swami finished in third place as well. Uh, I finished tied with Lieutenant Dingler. What a comeback by Lieutenant Dingler. Dingler. Seventh place. I absolutely bombed. I was the last place in the last last segment of the Super Contest. I had the worst winning percentage. Totally puked on my shoes. I did a Doug Peterson. Um, And then AK-47 finished in 15th place. Joker finished in 14th place. The Super Contest winner was Brian White, our guy Whitey, 49 and 36. He did not win a single segment. Wow, just consistent. He was one game out from winning three of the four segments. Wow. Just was He was the Susan Lucci of the segments, but the winner overall. Good job. Matty Ice won the last segment. He finished one game out of, of winning the whole thing. So Matty Ice won the fourth quarter. Unlike uh, the Atlanta Falcons fan that he is, he did well in the fourth quarter. So good job by Matty Ice. So knockout pool. I text you guys today. Yep. I finished. I finished without losing a game. Unfortunately, so did 270 other people. So we split the hundred thousand dollars, which ended up being like I don't know, 380 bucks or something like what that. The, what was the buy-in for that? Ten bucks. That was the reboot. That's a pretty good return. Pretty no, good no, return. that wasn't that was reboot. That was the original. Nice. Good return on investment. Good return, yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I I talked last week about needing to have a good week in week seventeen of the super contest, not realizing that my bookie super contest ended at week sixteen. I did win money, just not as much as I wanted. So, all right, boys, six games. This is quick handicapping this week, right? Yes, we need it. Made it nice. We start off Saturday, one o'clock. And, oh, it's playoff time. The sound effects are back. Saturday, 1 o'clock. We got Team 141, the Colts, at Team 142, the Bills. Now, I know this opened up like at 7 or 6.5. I'm not sure where it is right now. I got it in front of me. 7. It's at 7. It's at 7. This is not a best bet. Or lock for me. Do any of you guys have this locked up at all? No. Lean for me. It's a lean. A lean? Okay. I, I'll i let you lead off, Nick. I, I don't have a strong opinion on this one. So just uh, I'm going to just throw this out there for opening uh, weekend in the playoffs. Just something for, for you betters out there to keep in mind. Since 2017, there have been 12 home teams playing in the opening round of the playoffs. So you figured all 12 of them were Probably favorites are close to it. Unless you're the Washington football team. Those home teams have gone four and eight straight up and one and eleven against the spread. Wow. Really? Really. No one would think that. No. So that tells me there's going to be a lot of close football games this weekend. And that's where my lean starts with the Colts. 
Wow, you're going against one of your babies. Yep. Um, Buffalo has been on a vicious roll. Uh, they are just steamrolling everybody. It's going to be 22 degrees and sunny, but it's going to feel like it's 14. Um, Buffalo has won 13 straight games when favored by seven or more. Um, excuse me. They've won 13 straight when favored by seven or more, nine and four against the spread. They're 11 and five against the spread on the season, which is one of the best in the league. Indies eight and eight against the spread. Uh, last three times, a team favored by a touchdown or more in the wild card round. They've gone 0 and three against the spread, one and two straight up. Uh, I think Allen's going to put up a lot of numbers. He's going to throw all over that Colts defense. But I think this is one of these games where Colts are going to play Colt football. They're going to run the ball, a lot of quick passes to their backs out of the backfield. Um, you know, Rivers, he'll do enough to, to keep the game close. I think Buffalo wins. Uh, I think the game's high scoring. I think it's going over that 52. And I think Colts do just enough to keep it close. I'll take a lean with the Colts. Johnny. Going against you, Nikki. Uh, I'm saying Buffalo. I'm picking them with my eyes. Uh, they beat the hell out of Miami. They are playing absolutely great since the Hail Mary game. Um, they've outscored their opponents over the last six games, 229 to 10. Wow. Uh, uh, their defense is, uh, is ranked seventh since week 12. They allow 317 yards per game. They're only allowing about 23 points against them per game. So to me, the real question is, can they score 30 against the Colts? And I think the answer to that is yes, particularly in that environment. Indy, meanwhile, limped into the playoffs. They have an incredible lack of consistency. Their defense decides to take long periods of time off. And you can't have lapses at this stage, not with a great offense like that. So um, uh, so I'm, I'm leaning Buffalo with the seven. Uh, I'm with guns on this one. I'm taking the Colts, and there's only one reason why I'm not locking it up, and that's Phillip Rivers. Um, everyone's dawdling right now is the Bills. Hottest team in the NFL. So, a lot of public, lot money, of public money on it. In on them. Yep. This is why you like Indy in this one. They can bring the pressure in that defensive front. And they do it without blitzing, right. which means they have more people to defend the pass. This could be trouble for Josh Allen, especially if he starts thinking about last year's playoff where he looked like he did all this season, except for the fourth quarter, right? Um, Bill's running game has improved throughout the year, but they need it now in the playoffs. I'm a little worried about the Bills in a tight game. Flashback of them imploding versus the Texans last year. Again, the only reason I can't lock this up, I can't put money on Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Especially in the playoffs. All right. Next game up, the 4 o'clock. Ah, we got Team 143. The Los Angeles Rams at Team 144, the Seattle Seahawks. The spread was four and a half. I, I feel like it's been dropping a little bit. It's out, down to four. Um, this is not a locker lean for me. I'll lead off with this one. I went last last time. So I, Andre Whitworth might play. Yep. Uh, that 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 could be huge for the Rams. Um, that'll help against that Seattle front that's gotten better and pressure in the QB. Um, Who's the Woolworth? Yep. Woolworth, mm -hmm. the, the the QB. A little film on him now. Yep. That could be Will a problem. Ford. Will Ford. Will Ford. Uh, huge advantage at QB for Seattle mm -hmm. in this one. Uh, I don't trust that Rams offense with, uh, Wool, Wool, what's his name? Woolly, Woolly Bear? The Woolly Bear? <laughs> Woolford. Uh, how, many, how many tricks can McVay really pull out against Seattle? They mm -hmm. know them inside and out. Yeah. It's, a, it's a division game, basically. Uh, the Rams have a better defense, uh, slight edge to Seattle on offense. I love the QB situation. The, the coaching situation is pretty even. It's a lot of points. I feel like they're almost teasing you to take the Rams right mm -hmm. now, though. And Seattle, 6-2 and two against the spread at home this year. I'm going to lay the four points with Seattle. Johnny. It's a stay-away game for me. Definitely a stay-away for me. And, but but I'll, I'll, I agree with Seattle. And the reason is, it, to me, it comes down to it's the Rams' defense versus the Seattle offense. 
right? Yep. Um, Wolford <laughs> is not going to be able to score enough points. I think last week they scored 18. Nine of it was by the defense, or at least it was set up. Nine of the points at least was set up by the defense um, in special teams. And you've got tape on Wolford now, right? And not that you need a lot, but I just <laughs> think that I just think that there's enough there. And uh, Wilson is the consummate professional. The playoffs do not phase him, except on the last play of the Super Bowl. And so, <laughs> and so I do. I, I I just think that you look at all the stats that that, that coach quoted, um, and it just comes down to Seattle's offense just having that slight edge over uh, the Rams' defense. But in terms of the spread, it, it gets a little dicey with that four. Yep. Gun. Uh, so 43 is the over-under. I really, really like the under. It's going to be 45 degrees and overcast. Third matchup for these two. They know each other well. McVay's always coached well against Carroll. Uh, last seven meetings, Rams 5-2 and two straight up. Um, you know, they lost their last matchup uh, to Seattle. Chance golf plays. Uh, there's a chance. I doubt it with that thumb, but there's a chance. Um, Wilson... Opening round of playoffs, he's five and two straight up, six and one against the spread. Um, first playoff teams this year, Seattle's gone one and three, and LA's gone four and two against the spread. Uh, oh. I just think McVay has enough up his sleeve on offense. He will find a way to manufacture some points. Uh, he'll shorten this game. They'll pound the football on Seattle. Try to you know take the wind out of the ball. I think that defense gets geared up and plays well against uh, Seattle. They've seen them twice already. I'm just going to take the points with the Rams, but I'm staying away. But I really like that under. Very good. Very good. Now we got the prime time game on Saturday. 8 o'clock. Team 145, the Bucks. It, is it eight still? Eight and a half. I eight, have eight and a half. It's moving. It's moving. It's moving. I, I imagine it will. I'm I'm sure it's going to get to ten. Oh, at, we're at nine. We're at nine. We're at nine. At team one forty six, the Washington football team. Mush, it's your turn to lead off. Is this a lock for you? It absolutely is. Oh, Did you have any doubt? Um, this is for. I, I've got the lock for Tampa Bay. There's no question in my mind. Uh, the Buccaneers are starting to ride hot now. Um, you know, I'm hoping Evans is going to play. Um, Brown had his most productive day last week. Uh, and he had 11 catches for 138 yards. Your stealer, Antonio Brown. And, and, and Brady loves him, you know? Um, Godwin had five receptions for 133 yards. Their last four wins, they scored 26, 31, 47, and 44. Um, even with Washington's defense, it's an NFL East good defense. It can't slow them that offense down enough. And if you are doubting, um, and by the way, Washington's already talking about using two quarterbacks in this game. So Rivera's ready to pull out all the stops. Like he's going to do crazy things, right? To 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 even like to even um, have a chance. I mean, they're scrappy. They're well coached. But I just don't think there's anything that they can do to stop that offense. And after the game, the Washington game on Sunday night, Chase Young said, I want Tom Brady. That is a very big mistake. You hear what Arian said, right? No, what did Arian say? Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, look, I know I'm a homer when it comes to him and Gronk, and I can't help myself. So take it, what you, take it as you will, but I'm locking it up. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in second here, Nick. Um, it's been a much better game if it was the Giants. I think they'd be able to compete better than the Redskins, uh, the Washington football team, I should say. Thanks, Eagles. Uh, I just don't see how Washington football team scores unless yeah. it's defense or special teams. I can't see them scoring. Uh, Tampa Bay pressures the QB just as well as Washington. Tampa Bay's pass protection is much better than a lot of the teams Washington's been facing lately. Uh, Eagles were trying to lose, and Philly, Philly's defense almost scored on two picks and a, a scoop fumble in the fourth quarter when the game was out of reach. Um, Dwayne Gratz, number 36 from the Eagles, almost a scoop and score, just missed it. I don't blame him for trying to scoop and score because that yeah. offense wasn't going to do anything. Um, you know, I would like to bet the under. 
at 45, which is a little odd because it doesn't correlate if you don't like it. Not with that many points in the game. Not with that many points, right. But I think this is a game where Washington can't score. And Washington's defense is pretty good. They've given up more than 20 points twice since week six. 23 to the Giants, 30 to the Lions. That's the only time they've given up more than 20 points. Right? So it's silly, but I like the favorite at minus 9.5. I also like the under, which doesn't correlate. Mm-hmm. All right? Because I think it's going to be a 24 nothing game. 24 nothing wow. is my prediction. The Bucks win under hits. Nick, what do you got? I'm locking it up, but I'm locking it up with the skins. Oh, the uh, Washington football team. I'm all over them, dude. I've been all over this team. What? All, all down the stretch. You know I've been on them. I think this is way too many points. In fact, I'm calling it here. The Washington football team wins this game on the field and upsets Tampa Bay. It's going to be 33 degrees in, in Washington. It's going to feel like 26. Washington 10-6 and six against the spread this year, second best in the NFL. Defense is elite, not just NFC elite, but elite. Tampa Bay has been putting up huge numbers on offense against a bunch of scrubs the last four yep. weeks. I, I agree with that. Their defense is overrated. When they've played good teams, they've been scored upon. I think Washington will, will find ways to score in this game. Alex Smith will not turn the ball over. There is a formula to beat Tom Brady throughout his career. A four-man rush that can generate pressure. Up the middle, though. This four-man rush will generate pressure. Young will get to Brady. I could see some turnovers here. I could see them rattling Brady early, knocking him around, getting him off his mark. Three teams, three three times a team with seven wins has made the playoffs. This Redskins team's the third. The other two times? They won. They're 2-0 yeah, straight right. up. Yep. They're 2-0 against the spread. You want to know the last team to do it? Rivera's Panthers, oh, back in 2014. Right. Yeah. Oh. He's been in this position before. Right. The Riverboat Gambler will deliver, and they will knock off Tampa Bay. Upset special of the weekend. You don't need the points, but I'm going to take them. Uh, the last thing I'm, you know, you got to. Wait, I, wait as long as you can, because you're going to get more, yes, more points. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brady, Saturday playoff games, 6-1 and one straight up, 5-2 and two against the spread. I think the magic ends here. Give me Washington. Wow. So wow. Saturday, we have one lock. Just that. That's our only lock. A lock and a that lead. means we got yep. some locks coming up for Sunday. Hey, first, if you want all the picks, go to www.jeffreybelander.com. When you're there, click on that Amazon banner. It looks like the giant Super Bowl win, uh, the latest one, which was now almost eight years ago, nine years ago. Ugh. Uh, buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you. I also have college basketball picks, NBA picks, and, you know, we have a college football game coming up. Maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast, so we'll talk about that, too. All right, Sunday, 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 we got. This is my game of the weekend. This is the non-stealer game of the weekend for the uh, Nikki Guns. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Team 147, the Ravens. I believe the spread was down to three. I last looked, it was three. It is three. Mm-hmm. And they're playing at Team 148, the Titans. Guns, I'll let you lead off. Go ahead. You, you can lead off in this one. You got, you got a three and a half. Mine says three. Mine says three and a half, too. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. Him and I get different. Mm-hmm. We think it's artificial intelligence. Yeah. Like it, they, they know what it takes to they, to rope the coach in. What, they know what you're betting, <laughs> yeah. And they the lines are different. Yeah, look, mine's yeah. three. That it's amazing. The, the the site we use for gambling, yeah, uh, different lines to yeah. different people sitting ten feet apart from each other. We're mm-hmm. nice, safe social distance, but you know, hey. All right, so I'm taking it three and a half, uh, fifty five degrees, twenty. Uh, it's gonna uh, excuse me, over under is fifty five. It's gonna be twenty eight degrees and cloudy in Tennessee. Third time these teams have met in the last 12 months. And yes. let me tell you, they do not like each other. Nope. Tennessee 2-0 and straight up. Tennessee 2-0 and against the spread. This is just a situation to me where I know Baltimore has been rolling. They've covered their last six games. 
They're ten and six against the spread on the season. All guns blazing. They're back to the ground and pound bully ball. But I just think Tennessee has their number. Uh, I just think they know how to play them. I think they have trouble with Henry and that ground attack when it comes right back at him. And the biggest difference here, Lamar Jackson, it's playoff time, brother. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. Small I, sample size. I think it goes to 0-3. I think he's going to have to make a big throw one of these times, and he's been unable to do it. I love getting the hook here. I'm going to take Tennessee, and I think Henry runs wild, and they control this game. Tannehill puts up huge numbers. Give me the Titans at home to knock off Baltimore. Right, that's a lock for you. You lock. So this is my coach's clipboard, the lock of the week. And I'm in total disagreement with you. Wow. The Ravens beat up on bad teams. This is a bad defense for Tennessee. Really bad. Like, worse against the pass. They don't stop the run well. This playoffs will be Lamar Jackson's redemption tour. He's going to possibly win four playoff games wow. this year. All right? It starts with a revenge game versus the Titans. The Ravens can bring the heat. They'll run the ball. Lamar's going to get some confidence passing against the worst defense in the playoffs, and it's just going to snowball for there for the Ravens. The Ravens are fast, uh, off to fast starts, uh, despite the, the, the playoff history with Lamar. It's a small sample size. Keep that in mind. Look to play the over in the first quarter in this game as well. Okay, the over in points in the first quarter. They both come out smoking. They both come yep. out smoking. Yep. Uh, I have three. You looked at my. I got three. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's not matter. I think that I think they're gonna win by double digits. Okay. I think the Ravens are gonna put the punishment. Tennessee is not the same, and I think that Houston game might have taken a little bit out of Tennessee uh, last weekend. So I have the Ravens. Mush, you're the tiebreaker. Uh, I had the Ravens, but it's a stay away game for me because it's the best game of the weekend. Yep, yep. And I don't know what's going to happen. A lot of times you can look at the two teams and you just kind of have a feel for it. And I don't. For a Vrabel coach team, the defense of Tennessee is not that good. And that kind of shocks me. Um, Do you know who Tennessee reminds me of? Cleveland Browns. Think about it. Yeah. The run game for Cleveland, the yep. run game for Tennessee, yep. quarterback, accurate passing. Like, didn't the Ravens just win a shootout with the Browns? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, Tannehill can, he can put up numbers, dude. He can. So can Henry. Yep. And I, it, think it's, it, I think it's an advantage for Tennessee, just like for Cleveland. The more you see Lamar in that running game, yeah. the better it is. You get more, you get used to his speed and their tendencies and. Instead of just opining, let me ask you this. By the first quarter, the end of the first quarter, you're going to know if Tennessee has it or not. I disagree. You don't think you you, – Really? I think Tennessee is the kind of team – I tell you what, that Green Bay game, we knew halfway through the first quarter what they were. I think weather had so much to do with that game. I think this Tennessee team can lose to any single team in the AFC – and can beat any single let, any let, team in the city. Let me just tell you something. When 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 Jackson starts that running, it is demoralizing mm-hmm. because you're doing everything right and you can't lock that up and you can't stop it. I, I, you know, you look back to their last game. I, I mean, it's a playoff game. I I I just don't know which Tennessee is showing up, which is why I simply cannot take a bet on this. I don't know. After maybe I'll do an in-game bet after that first quarter, and I can see who shows up. Coach, I think this is one of those situations, like you said. Tennessee has no pass rush. Right. He usually Lamar has. It, it, it's almost to their advantage that they can't get upfield. Right. It's like it they're, in a, they're in a zone. Yeah. Like make yeah. him throw to win. But yeah. We'll see. All right. Here we go. Lock fight. Lock I had fight. I had all this. I had all this. Great details and stats, and it just comes down to your eyes. Like, I don't know which team I've got. Is it good Tennessee or bad Tennessee? Yep. You're not going to know until it. Yep. I still think over first quarter is the best play in the Yeah, game. yeah, great. Even though it's my lock of the week. The Brass Bonanza, Sunday, 4 o'clock. Team 149, the Bears. Last I looked, they were getting 9.5. Is it up to double digits yet? 
I saw. I thought I saw, I saw ten as well. I saw ten and a half. I'm at nine and a half. I'm at, ten, can, I'm, I'm at ten. ten. I'm at nine and a half. We're at ten. <laughs> you can't be kidding me. Hold on, I'm refreshing you just to I'm make sure. I'm refreshing just to look. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm at ten. Ten. They're trying to take it out of the. I got nine and a half. They're they they know coach is gonna. They they get. We just give them the half. Well, this is a lock for me. Do you guys have this as a lock? I do. All right, Johnny. I'll let you lead off. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, so Chicago's limping in. Some bad coaching. The QB is okay, but what? That QB's awful. He's not awful. He's, He's awful. not awful. They pulled him after three games. They did not get because because it wasn't Nagy's guy. He wanted uh, uh, to give Foles a chance. Foles fell apart. He put this guy back in. He's been building his confidence. Now that having been said, it hasn't been enough time. He just hasn't had enough time to do it. And let's let's just take at least a- he has playoff experience. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> but let me just say so. You take a look at the last the last wins for for uh, for the Bears, right? I mean, so they beat the Texans with thirty six. They terrible defense. They beat the Vikings with thirty three. Say terrible it again. defense. They beat the Jags with forty one. Terrible defense. And they lose to a pack a, a good Packers team, and they can only put up sixteen points. That's right. So they they can only beat bad teams. Exactly, which is why I'm locking up New Orleans. Thank you. Yeah, I, but I wanted to say first, I, I just don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just don't I think, think he's, he's had time to ripen. And this is our last you know? chance to bat against Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, I, so I would take the ten. Uh, I don't think they could score enough points. Well, lucky here. me, I only have to lay nine and a half. <laughs> um. You just look at the last but two weeks with 10. Breeze. Yeah, you just look at the last two weeks with Breeze playing. I mean, against not good teams, but they're putting up 52, 33, po- you know, 33 points. I just think, um, assuming Kamara plays at this point, it looks like he's going to play. It's just too much firepower for the Bears. I think this is over by the middle of the third quarter. New Orleans. 14 points ahead. Better coach, better offense, better defense, better quarterback. The Saints are going to get A lot get better tri- or a little better quarterback? A lot better. The Saints will get tripped up. But it will not be against the Bears. Um, we get to bet against Mitchell Trubisky one last time. Bears, last six games versus teams with a winning record on the road, they are 0-6 against the spread. Bears, 1-5-1 against the spread versus Sean Payton. Give me the Saints. I, Guns. I don't know. I think I'm seeing the board, board well this wow. week, but I'm going against you guys again here, and I, that's not a good thing. So, uh Twelve times since '91, a playoff team has been favored by nine or more in the wild card round. Excuse, yeah. So the other eleven times, ten the, the team favored by nine is ten and one straight up and nine and two against the spread. So they've been hammering teams when they're favored by a lot. Uh, New Orleans last five playoff games, one and four against the spread, two and three sh- uh, straight up. We've seen some of their uh, monumental chokes. Uh, in these championship games in the last few years. Uh, Chicago's not been much better in the playoffs the last couple of years. It's going to come down to Mercedes Mitch. Um, Chicago covered against them in week eight when they were getting five and a half as a dog. I just think this is too many points, ten points. I could see a backdoor special here by Chicago. Uh, over-under is only 48, which is below the, the league average of what an average game uh, score-wise should be. I think... Uh, the defense does enough to slow down that New Orleans ground game. I mean, is, if they're going to put it on the shoulders of Breeze, I don't, I don't know if Breeze though is is going to be able to, you know, put up huge plays down the field. I think New Orleans gets out early. Chicago chases and comes in the back door. I'll take the Bears. All right. Next week's going to be interesting when we start reading off oh, our man. records because, like, it's, I, I, it's all or nothing, Nick. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. The final game of the wild card weekend. Sunday, 8 o'clock. Team 151, the Browns. It was four. Probably well, let's, let's all look. <laughs> it's now six yep. at Team 152, the Steelers. And, Guns, I got to le- let you lead off. Yeah. You're the Steelers fan here. All we got to right. let you lead off in this one. So, initially, you know, this game, I saw the line come out four and a half. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, Steelers had a lot of trouble, even though last week they're missing some studs. Um, you got to fear that ground game by Cleveland. And then about 11 o'clock this morning, the text started rolling in for Hoya Hoops. And COVID has struck Cleveland like it's nobody's business. Um, 
I got a list here. I'm just going to run it down quick. Uh, B.J. Goodson, Malcolm Smith, Andrews and Dejo, Harris Bryant, Denzel Ward, Kevin Johnson, Joe Bettino, Javon Patterson, Cardell Hodge, Bill O'Callaghan, Chad O'Shea, Jeff Howard, Drew Petzing, don't know who that is, and Stefanski, all on the COVID protocol. Out of all these players, there's two two names that, that come out right. I told them right away. Bettino, number one, probably their best offensive lineman. And number two, Stefanski, an excellent play caller in-game. Excellent at making Baker feel comfortable, allowing him to get in a rhythm of the game and a flow of the game. So now Van Pelt is going to be calling the offense. Their special teams coach is now going to be the head coach. Their other guard, Nick Harris, is placed on IR. Olivier Vernon yep, towards Achilles. Yep. He's on IR. They're going to be starting undrafted free agent Michael Dunn, who's make, going to make his first NFL start <laughs> against Cam Hayward, who had the week off last week. Welcome to the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's going to be trouble. Um, before any of this, this was my handicap. Uh, Cleveland's last win at Heinz Field, 2003. Haven't they lost 17 straight against the... Last, yep, 17 games. They're 0-17 straight up. 5-11, one against the spread. Um, this was a... If, if the Steelers probably could have... As much respect as I have for Cleveland this year, if they could have picked a matchup, this is probably who they would have picked. This or Miami, right? Yeah. They didn't want to play yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ravens. You don't want to play Tennessee again. No. None of those teams. Um they got to throw a lot of different looks at Cleveland last week. Cleveland in a must-win situation, so they got to, to see what, you know, Cleveland, how they were going to react. Uh, the last two times Cleveland were in the playoffs, 94 and 2002, they lost to Pittsburgh. Big Ben, since his rookie year, 2004, against Cleveland, 28-5-1 straight up. Pittsburgh, 10-6 and against the spread this year. They rested the big boys last week. So we're going to have a fresh Hayward, a fresh Watt, a uh, fresh Pouncey. Ben had the week off. They didn't even travel. Mm-hmm. I think six is way too low. I'm still shocked this game's on the board. I thought it would have come off the board right now. I don't see how this, by kickoff, how this is not at least a touchdown or more. This is my five-star, stone-cold, lead pipe lock of the week. Give me the Steelers to roll on Cleveland. Is a lock for you, Mush? It is absolutely not. <laughs> me either. What, what do you got? So it's a lean for me. And um, everything Nikki says is true. You know, you look at last week. They had The Browns had their A game. Steelers had their B game. And they barely won. Now the Browns' A game has been decimated. Steelers are coming in with the A game. Everything says there should be a double-digit spread. But it's only six. And it was even before this stinks something smells in vegas i don't know what it is but this is the kind of thing that we look at and the we last wonder game why where everybody's gonna have it in a exactly oh, a tease yep. Yep. let me just tell you something there's a lot of uncertainty with this one with all these different people with a different play caller with a different with a different coach who coaches special team who's got nothing to lose there's three times in your life, you should never have this level of uncertainty. The first is when you're picking a stock, okay? You need to be sure. You shouldn't be drunk when you're doing it. You should be sure. <laughs> the second time is when you're getting married. You should be sure. There shouldn't be this level of uncertainty. And the third time is when you're picking the games on Wild Card Sunday. <laughs> and there's too much uncertainty, and that line is creepy. And I have no idea why it's that way. And so I'll lean with Pitt, but I'm not putting money on it. I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Johnny. I'm not putting money on this one. Cleveland needed to win for the playoffs. Pitt was resting players, playing vanilla because they had the Browns again the next week, and they still almost won. Uh, Browns are 1-4-1 and one the last five at Pittsburgh. Browns, one of the worst teams applying pressure to QB in the NFL. Pitt is number one. That's a big problem. And now you're going to lose your best two guards. Yeah. Luckily, the Browns' pass protection is much better this year, but you still lost a lot. There's a path for Cleveland to win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Run the ball effectively and often. Make Ben beat you. Yep. 
don't turn the ball over. Olivier Vernon tearing the Achilles really hurts. Oh, huge, it, huge. It, it, he was starting to play a little bit better. Like Maybe he was saving <clears> it for then. Baker needs to be deadly accurate, quick hitting pass plays to negate that pit pass rush. I, I, I wrote down, I think Stefanski plays the right way, but I'm not sure without him there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, ah, just. Special teams coach is your head coach. Expect at least a couple of trick plays somewhere in the middle of this. Oh, man. Just a tough break. Does he for have him. the balls to do it? This is his one shot. Tough break for the does Browns. He have, does he turtle up, dude? Who knows? Uncertainty. <laughs> All right, so let's do a quick re- recap. Well, so, so you're, who are you leaning? You, you... I lean to the Steelers. Okay. We, nobody has a lock in the Colts-Bills game. Nobody has a lock Seahawks-Rams. Guns locks up Washington over Tampa. I like the under in the Washington and Tampa game. And the I, ra- I, lock, I, lock, I locked up. up. I locked up. You locked up. You locked up. Okay. I want to make sure. Um, Titans-Ravens. It's my coach's clipboard. It's the Guns lock. Okay. Saints. Bears, it's a double lock. Me and the Mush both lock up the Saints. And then the Steelers, five-star Stone Cold lock of the week for the Guns. That's the picks. If you want a major and a wager and maybe play some uh, some, some harder money on, on these games we're locking up, go to www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid. At MyBookieAG, make sure you use capital letters in Darth when you uh, sign up for that. All right, we got. I've been saving mailbag questions all year, and I got some. Well, you heard some in the last podcast, an interesting one with the Hall Pass. I got some interesting ones here. So we got Minnie from Reno, Nevada, a gambler. I don't know if it's a male or female. Minnie could be either, right? Coach, you must be the bizarro Brett Saberhagen. You only pick well in even years, as Saves only pitched well in odd years. Did you happen to start the new year down? Well, hold on, let me read this. Did you happen to start the new year down 5.7 units in weeks 14, 15, and 16? Oh, start the new year early. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Okay, I got a rebuttal for this, Mini. 2017, right? I was 52.8%. Right? 2018, 2019, I was under 50%. So I'd like to say, I haven't been good at NFL for the past three years. I'm usually <laughs> college football. Um, I am 62% this year. Wow. And yes, I wanted 2020 into early. Who the hell didn't? <laughs> so that's my response to that one. Um, this next one is Ajax from Queens. I, I, He's a Jets fan. And I'm... I'm I'm questioning his like ability or typing ability at least because I think his name is Jake and he just spelled it wrong. I was going to say, that's a <laughs> tough name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, ever since you added Johnny the Mush, oh, no. the pot is so much better. Oh. What? Yes. All right. He appeals to the intellectuals. He's smart, <laughs> funny, opinionated. He now carries the pod. Wow. Wow. I love how he goats Nicky Guns. He toys with them. <laughs> You should should see real life what I do to Nick. Let me put it this way. I've been in the room with Nicky during uh, Steeler Patriot games and have had to run out because I've goaded a little too much for fear of my life. But thank you for that kind, kind email. Let's just remember it. He didn't spell his name right. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Might have been a little under the, under the influence. It's okay. So are we. All right. I'm going to read this one. I'm assuming this isn't a person we know. It might be. But I'm going to read the name of who sent it last, all right? Ever since the mush has come on the podcast, you and Nikki Guns have seemed to have lost your edge. I, th- I assume you is me, the coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's terrible. He offers no insight into games. Has no idea how to handicap. Is there a way to edit him out, or better yet, have him go last so we get through the pick sooner? <laughs> and this is from Jared from Parts Unknown. <laughs> but it's spelled J A R O D. Oh, so maybe it's not. Oh, maybe or maybe our Jared was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts, Jared. Whichever one you are. Words hurt. Words hurt. All right, next one. Wyatt from Amarillo, Texas. He's a Texans fan. Coach, love the show. 
I thought we needed the mush, a goddamn lawyer, aka the scum of the earth. You <laughs> 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 would have some stronger opinions. Well, good lord. If you were my lawyer, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> Make a case on a game and present your argument. You're not helping us gamblers. <laughs> That's the podcast. If this email was from 2020, it'd be the email of the year. <laughs> Any response, Johnny? What can I say? It's well written, well uh-huh. argued. Don't listen. What can I tell you? <laughs> He's critiquing you. <laughs> yeah. I have a better record than the rest of these guys in the super contest. I can't be that terrible. Uh, all right. Next one. Antonio from Waldo, Florida. He's an NFL fan. He's emailed before. Uh, guys, pick one upset from each conference in the wild card weekend. Well, I think we know the mushes. That's Washington. No, that's mine. I mean, yeah, yeah John. That's yeah. uh, uh, Nikki Gunn. I have Mine's Tennessee. And Tennessee for the guns. Mosh, what do you got for who's your upset NFC? And AFC. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. In the AFC. And the NFC, it's not Washington. It's got to be the Rams. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good one. All right. My upset in the AFC uh, is the Colts. I think I think they can do enough with the pass rush and have enough in the defensive backfield to, to give Buffalo trouble. Uh, and the NFC, <sighs> boy, that's a tough one. I, I – I, I think the AFC's I think the NFC's going chalk. Oh, um, I'm I, I'll I'll go with the I'll go with the Rams beating the Seahawks, but I think it, I think the NFC is going to be chalk. Um, so yep, good good one, good one there, uh, Antonio. Last one this is Ray from Bel Air, Ohio. He's a Steelers fan. If I was going to rate your picking ability to NFL franchises, oh geez, oh boy, here we go. Coach, you would be the Steelers. Ooh. Start out strong and fade down the stretch. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, That's actually. That's good. <laughs> Guns is the Cowboys. A whole, lot of life, a whole lot of hype and enthusiasm, but nothing in return. <laughs> Darth, Darth Wager would be the Dolphins. Scrappy, wins you some money, but still a little brother to the coach. <laughs> referring to Belichick in New England, I guess. The Joker would be the Raiders. Sometimes I will show up and dazzle. Other times you wonder what what I did all week. (laughs) AK-47, you would be the 49ers. Great year in 2019, especially in college football, but never got it going in 2020. That's a pretty accurate one, too. Mush, you are the Panthers, an up-and-coming team that shows glimpses, but you still suck. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, Did you hear what they call me? I'm the mush. <laughs> it should be ex- you should understand what you're getting here. This is, this sums up 2020 in a nutshell. Oh. The mush finished third in our super yeah, contest. Shit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh boy. All right, folks. There you have it. Podcast number 465, the Joe Fields podcast. NFL Wildcard Weekend. Guns, do you have anything else to add for Just the good of the pod? Next week, let's review our season-long... Uh, you well, want to do that right now? Sure. Let's do that right now. Because we had season-long, yep. me and the Guns, we picked before the year. I have, it, I have it out, too. I forgot all about that. I thought there was an email question about that, but maybe not. NFC East, we both had the Cowboys. Oh. Yep, so no points awarded Close, there. Though. Yep. I figure we get one point if we get the, the, the division winner wildcard yep. right. Half a point if we get it wrong, but that team made the playoffs. Okay. okay. So nothing there then. Yeah, they were nothing close there. though. NFC North. I had the Lions. You had the Vikings. Ugh. Nothing there. Nothing. NFC South. I have the Saints. You have the Saints. Oh. So both 1-1. One, one. Yep. NFC West. I have the Seahawks. You have the 49ers. Oh. I'm up 2 Niners, huh? Yep. I'm up 2-1. Wow. NFC Wild Card. I have the 49ers. You have the Packers. So you get a half a point. Right. So now you got one yeah. and a half. Next NFC wild card. I have the Vikings. You have the Buccaneers. Wild card team. So you're up two and a half to two now. NFC wild card. I have Packers. You have Seahawks. Both get a half a point. So you're at three. I'm at two and a half. AFC East. 
I had the Pats. You had the Bills. I thought you had the Dolphins. No. You had the Bills, huh? Bills, yeah. All right. You take a you got a one and a half point lead now. NFC AFC North. I have the Browns, you have the Ravens. Both made the wild card. Yep. AFC South, we both had the Colts. Half a point. Mm-hmm. So you still got a one and a half point lead. AFC West, we both had the Chiefs. Yep. Still you got the one and a half point lead. AFC wild card. I have Ravens, you have Steelers. So I'm I'm down one. Because you get a half yep. a point. AFC wild card. I have the Steelers, you have the Chargers. So I get a half I'm a half point behind. It's gonna come down to the last wild card spot. I had Cleveland. Nope. You had Titans. Ooh. I had Texans. Oh, I thought I had Cleveland in the playoffs. No. Wow, oh, I thought I said all three make the playoffs. Okay. Nope. So you have a one point lead on me. So this is our predictions yep. for the NFC AFC championship and Super Bowl winner. And this might have tainted my view with the Ravens and the Seahawks. I have Seahawks Ravens for the Super Bowl. Right. Right. You have Buccaneers Chiefs. I, I so you're Steelers. Both no, you said you said, you said Chiefs. No, I know I said Steelers. I have I've written all right, it's all right. And we'll then, have to go back and review the tape. Yeah. It, you know what? I think he did say Steelers. I and I, I'm said, telling yeah, you I and I said I and I know it. I'm telling you I said Cleveland, but I, I, I knew that I said all three make the playoffs, but yeah. that's okay. And then uh my Super Bowl champion was the Seahawks and you had the Buccaneers. Yeah. No, I had Steelers over the Bucks. Remember I said Ben gets oh. his final revenge and beats the okay. – now I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah. it could. Yeah. Well, I got that future play on the Seahawks. Cool with me. <clears throat> nice little money on a – I've got a nice future on Buffalo. Do you really? I told you that. 20 to win 800. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yep. Nicely done. All right. Anything else for the good to pod? That's it, guys. So let's uh, – let's, hey, super wild car weekend. It's going to be – how the, many games do you think you get to watch? Full or like? Yeah. I'll be tuned in. I'll watch three full games. I think I'll probably watch two on Saturday. I'll probably get two on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think I'll definitely four. get the late one on Sunday. I think so. four. Yeah. Because think four. Uh, my kid has baseball practice Sunday night, but I'll watch oh, it yeah. in the car. Right, right. <laughs> so yep. think after technology now. Yep. All right. There you have it, folks. Uh, please be sure to visit www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH. Go to jeffreyblanger.com for college basketball NBA picks. Of course, our football picks are there as well. And, you know, uh, as always, have a great end to your work week. And may the picks be with you.